Hi everyone and welcome back to episode 4 of a theatre podcast with a drama school dropout. My name's Ingram Noble and I'm a drama school dropout and today, for a very first time, we have not one special guest joining me, but two. Today I have Robin Walker and Katie Ryle, two of my friends from school, on the podcast. They're both members of bands and Robin is the lead vocalist for Picnic, a colourful six-piece sax-driven funk pop band from the sunny suburbs of Sunderland. And both Katie and Robin are members of the band Big Fat Big. Hello. Hello. How are we all doing? Doing good, yeah. I'd also just like to point out for everyone at home, we're not together because of COVID. We're all at different places at home. And if there's any background music or no music, not if there's any background noise, just ignore it. I'll try and edit it out the best as I can, but I'm no like professional editor yet. (laughs) So let's talk about how we met we met in 2011 which will as of next november be 10 years ago my god Ah! (laughs) that's horrendous so i will have officially been just impeding on all of your lives for 10 years as (laughs) of next year that's the word for it (laughs) (laughs) there's one big annoyance So we met at school and we all did GCSE drama. And I think that's sort of where we got to know each other the most was yeah. in the drama studio. Well, we, we had Reg together. So yeah, we, we were yeah, friends we were before in... that. But yeah, mainly in drama. Yeah, we got yeah. very close in drama, didn't we? I mean, everybody sort of gets close in that's drama. That's how it works, isn't it? Didn't like. <laughs> if you're not getting close, you're not doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're getting close, you're doing it wrong at the well, moment. Oh, that is yes, true. That is that true. Is true. <laughs> I had um, my old lecturer from college on the podcast last week, and she was just telling us about all the differences now between oh. um, like COVID now in drama school, and they're saying like they can't do like any scenes that are like hugging. Yeah, that's depressing, man. Like, yeah, what's the point in doing it, you know? I mean, like, you've got to power through, but it's awful. Could you imagine going to drama school and being like, uh, so you get no show this year because mm. we can't go Aww. in the theatre. Um, you can't be more than six feet close together. And, um, you know, all those scenes, like really good classic scenes from Shakespeare that involve like kissing and shit. Like, we can't do those either. None of that. Yeah. It's pretty sad, isn't like, it? It's awful. Yeah. I, I'd be devastated if... I was at drama school. It does feel yeah. like a bit of a waste of time, but then how long can you... You can't put it off forever, yeah, can you? So exactly. Just Especially in the industry, which is like so age-focused. Mm, exactly. Like, Wasting now so much never, time, really. yeah. So while we were at school, we'd done several different shows. We were in Greece. We did all did high school musical together and we also done other silly little things like open evenings where we'd done Cinderella and things like that that probably have just came flooding back to your mind like (laughs) what the fuck did we actually do (laughs) yeah mad because not much of it was great some of it was but we had a nice time that's all that matters exactly such a great time we were watching a high school musical a few weeks ago like me and robin were watching it together and like we were just talking about the different memories from it and stuff, and I looked at some of the photos that were on your Facebook Ingram of of like just photos we had taken, and I was like so shocked at how young we look. Yeah. Because like in my head, I'm like it wasn't that long ago, but we, like, we look like children. Yeah. We were actual babies. Yeah. <laughs> it's mad. Like as as of this July, we left school six years ago. I'm not that old, you know. I, that can't be the truth because I'm not that old. I know it's crazy. it genuinely feels like ten minutes ago. Yeah, 
and so much has happened. I used to look at people who, like, you know when it's, like, the anniversary of you leaving school or whatever and people post yeah. stuff on Instagram? Like, when people used to post, like, three years since I left school, I used to mm. think, my God, that is so old. And oh now we've God. been left for six years. <laughs> That's mad, And we've done nothing since then. I know, then. <laughs> I know. Like, look at me now, always. Yeah. <laughs> the the crazy thing is we're now closer to the 10 year anniversary of us leaving school oh, than we are to actually having left <laughs> that's disgusting <laughs> Awful. right so moving on from things that make us all suicidal <laughs> um, it in year 10 we signed up to go to um originally it was kenya yeah um with camps international and we had to raise the money. I think it was three and a half thousand pound each that we had to raise. Mm-hmm. And I was looking, actually, this is the first podcast because we haven't been together and done things in such a long time. I was like, okay, I need to do my research on this one. So I was like, even looking through old group chats and I came up with the idea to raise money of us doing a pantomime, which is fitting this week because it's our Christmas episode. So yeah, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we decided to do a pantomime and to raise money, obviously, for our expedition to Kenya that was then later changed to Cambodia for a lot of different reasons, but was still a great time. And we decided to do um, a play called beauty is a beast and it was sort of a heart play that i sort of take took off the internet changed half of it around uh with really bad grammar um and then to Robin make and it Katie rewrote the whole thing yeah. <laughs> made it right yeah, yeah. which is kind of like really funny looking at back on looking back on it now because one of my main jobs is being a playwright yeah <laughs> But now I do That's know how to we, use grammar. We pointed you in the right direction, Ingram. You've got us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That. You're welcome. Yeah, you, you, you will get a mention in whatever speeches I if I ever win an award. Brilliant. <laughs> Thanks. Look forward All of to the it. mentions. So, like the funniest thing that I can sort like we had such a great time because we obviously wrote it, I starred in it, and we all directed it. The funniest thing that I can remember from it was um, the dress rehearsal. Oh, I know what you're going to mm. say. Um, and so I was the fairy godmother. Obviously. Obviously. (laughs) And this Christmas wouldn't be any other way. Um, with full, like, uh, blonde beehive wig. (laughs) Vivian, yes. She didn't actually have, like, an official name. No, that was just just what we called her. The fairy godmother. But she was, it was Big Viv. Um, (laughs) Big Viv. (laughs) And I had this, um, black dress that one of our teachers got from a charity shop. sparkly. Uh, pink tights mm-hmm. and um, one of our other friends did my makeup and I had bright blue eyeshadow Obviously. so ever the colour coordinated fairy godmother <laughs> um, and we had this whole section in the, the play that was something to do with the Spice Girls yeah wannabe remember, it was wannabe I can't, I can't remember what it was or what we were doing I remember it. I remember you <laughs> so it was it was the part where we were got up got someone up from the audience and uh-huh. and you had to go and get them and like dance with them and stuff I can't remember why I can't remember in the context of the play but you had I know to... that why we oh. had got people we got yeah. people from the audience because they were going to take part in the spell that yeah the prince oh, that was it yeah. so it was it was that it was like I don't know why we chose the Spice Girls but like you don't have to have a reason no. to choose the Spice Girls I mean the other song choices the other song choices in the play was questionable as well yeah, as we, we had, had Gangnam Style Hold Down Throw Down from Hannah Montana yeah that don't was regret good. that one no and then um I can hear the bells from Hairspray oh my god Beautiful. yeah 
that was good. Um, so if you want to carry on telling the, yeah, the so story, you, Robin. So you had to go down and like select. It was like randomly se- selected, even though they knew they were going to be selected. It wasn't random at all. <laughs> um, yeah, we thought of give people the heads up a couple yeah, of days before. Yeah, and then you, you had to like do like a dance with them and bring them up onto mm-hmm. the stage. And then when you, I, I'll let you finish the story, but it was when you were dancing for <laughs> the person. <laughs> it was like a little, a little private show. And then... <laughs> And then... <laughs> Bearing in mind we were in school. Yeah. Um, uh, actually, my plan was to actually have one of you tell the story because I didn't see it, obviously, because oh, it happened okay, to me. All right, so... And I think it would be funnier to come from one of you. All right, so, yeah, you were on the stage, you went down, you got the person that we'd selected, you brought them back onto stage, and you were really going for it, really going for it, giving it <laughs> six now, <laughs> shimmying your little bum off. <laughs> And uh, you were wearing like a sparkly chiffon shawl, like yeah. a um, like a neckerchief thing, like a long, <laughs> <laughs> like a scarf of sorts. And it was trailing on the floor, and you didn't realise. And obviously, you weren't wearing shoes because, like, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> also, this was at the dress rehearsal. There was only a handful of people that yeah. seen me make a tit of myself. I'm really glad that, but also, I really wish more people had seen. <laughs> And you didn't realize being the that, operative word. Yeah, so you, you didn't. Um, you didn't realize that it was chilling on the floor, and you just slipped on the on the shawl, and you must have gone about halfway across the stage. You went you far, like lying. You went lying. <laughs> this poor lad was just stood on stage, like um. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good, oh, so man. so good. But I just remember sort of trying to get up and being like, "Oh, my tits out." <laughs> <laughs> Lip slip. We've all had awkward <laughs> moments on stage, and I feel like sometimes there's just no way to save it. Like no. you did that, oh, that no. happened. People there was no, co- there was no coming back from that. Nah. No, there was no coming back no. from it at all. I yes. fell and I fell hard. Yeah, yeah. you did. Well, it was food. really good though. It was yeah. funny. It was, it was a really good show though because I, if my memory serves me right, I think we ended up raising about seven hundred pounds. Yeah, we from raised it, a lot yeah. of money from it. Yeah, yeah even though good. the raffle went on for an eternity. Yeah, it did. But <laughs> people enjoyed that, though. People enjoyed yeah. the whole yeah. raffle thing. Because I sort of just took the whole thing in my stride and I was like, I'm going to be the star. Yeah, you, you really did. <laughs> there was I never mean, any doubt. My life in general. Yeah. Um, so going on, then a couple, we spoke about it briefly there. We ended up doing a high school musical a couple of months later. Me and Robin played Ryan and Sharpay Evans. Uh, of course, we did. <laughs> and Katie played Miss Darbus. Hell and yeah. Genuinely, that's like the one show that I sort of look back on and just have like the fondest of memories. Yeah, it was Aww. really good. It was really good. I think it felt like you go. Uh, okay, there was like a lot of people in that show who weren't drama students. Like they yeah. weren't. It was their first time that they'd ever done anything performance based, and it was really nice to kind of see like how being in a, in that kind of environment can like open people's yeah. like. There's no way that, and I mean, they've never gone on to do anything with it but it was just nice to kind of like see their confidence grow yeah, and they, stuff with time they, they didn't care that like at first it was like oh my god I can't do that because people are gonna laugh at me and then at the end it was like okay I'm gonna do that because then people will laugh at me you know like it was yeah. it was kind of like not caring what people thought yeah. anymore and I think that's like such a huge part of drama and such yeah. a huge part of performance is like taken on board that like people will laugh because like a lot of people are closed-minded yeah like yeah, a lot of people are, they don't want you to have a good time but like the fact that you're having a good time despite that is like 
that's what's Re- important yeah exactly and it yeah. was like really nice to see so many people that you would never have expected to do that because i think I think really while we were doing High School Musical, we were the only like three people who were serious about like yeah, acting and yeah, yeah, that stuff. Everyone else was just like a mixture of like people who you would just never think. It was they were just doing it for fun, which is like what we were all yeah. doing it for. But like it was it was just a, a case of of like oh well we need people to be in the show. Do you want to be in it? And they said yeah, and then we had to like yeah. teach like show them the ropes and teach yeah. them. Like, but it's nice to prove to people who don't really like get it at first in terms of like like understanding why you do it and yeah. like how much fun it can be and how like much you can get out of it. It's nice to see them go from that at the start of it to like people who seem to really enjoy yeah. what we were all a part of at the time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And like Robin just said there, we sort of showed a lot of people the ropes, which was true. Um but you two also 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 uh, also <laughs> were showing me the ropes for like quite a long time. I remember Aww. that um I must have been away when we done the we're all in this together choreography. Yeah. No, I don't think you and were. I... I think you just didn't didn't know it. <laughs> you just bothered it. <laughs> I think you did no. you were there, you showed up, you didn't know it. <laughs> I, I just remember one like day in the drama school, uh, drama studio after school um you were trying to to. teach me the choreography and i had no um, choice ingram (laughs) you you were gonna show me up otherwise (laughs) (laughs) and i I just remember that i couldn't do it so i was like right i couldn't remember like this the order of steps we made a song for it yeah yeah fanny i just remember yeah i remember that fanny hands fanny hands scoop it up scoop it up can't remember anything else no but it was it was helpful and i think like just do what you gotta do you know yeah you got got it you got it eventually and that's what's important i mean to be fair it's not like i learned the routine for that like me and katie knew the routine anyway like we loved high school musical growing (laughs) up and like i knew that routine from being like like 10 years old learning it in my bedroom religiously until and I... we still know it now yeah so. <laughs> like I could do it now the whole thing so Robin's I mean... just like that in the first the first choreography session uh, just stand back I'll take it from here <laughs> I was like just I'll just show you what you're doing calm down stand back <laughs> yeah so I didn't really have a choice <laughs> yeah so when we left school sort of um we all went, well, I was only there for like a month because I just had this habit of zipping between Newcastle and Glasgow and I still hadn't really settled anywhere. And at the time I was doing BTEC acting and you were both doing BTEC music and I think you were also doing A-level drama. Yeah, I we... dropped out of that one pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kate left me all on my own. <laughs> I just, it wasn't the same. What we did in school, I found we had a brilliant drama teacher in school and I feel like 100%. she just let us... Like, within the realms of the, like, criteria, she let us do what we want. And yeah. I think that's, like, a lot of what performance-based work is about. Yeah. Um, and the teacher that we had in college for A-level just wasn't about that. So I was like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, we both, I remember we both went to drop out because it wasn't for either of us. We were having the worst time ever yeah. on this drama AS level. And we we had a B-Tech anyway, so there was no, like, we were just doing it for like extra stuff so we were like right we'll both go we'll both drop out and then 
Kate, we were like, we want to drop out. And then she was like, no, don't. And I was like, okay. And Kate was like, I'm dropping out. So, <laughs> so I was like, I stood Shit. my ground. I know, I didn't. So, like, <laughs> so I ended up stuck on the course for the whole year. I didn't do my second year, to be fair. Yeah. But, like, I, I, stayed, I did the whole year because I felt bad. I felt guilty for dropping out. <laughs> it was awful. Because talking about, like, our drama teacher who taught us GCSE drama, the only time that I can actually ever remember her, like, being pissed off or like kicking off with anyone was the time that somebody who shall remain nameless <laughs> stacked seven tables on top of each other and climbed to the top. <laughs> oh my god! I completely forgot about that. Oh they really god. did do that, didn't they? they did. She was raging. I'm not. I think surprised. that might be like over dramatizing like seven tables. No, I think it was like it three. Was a lot. But, but like, it, it was definitely unsafe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was enough to be told off for. Completely irresponsible. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we had done stuff before climbing on tables, but he just took it to the extreme. Yeah, it was very bad. <laughs> but, like, no, our GCSE drama teacher, like, I I still, like, have a lot of respect for her. And yeah. Still big up, big up the drama teacher. So, yeah. Katie, um, recently, did you go back to acting? Uh, not so much acting. I did a performing arts degree. I just graduated like in the summer. Congratulations! Um, thank you. Mm-hmm. There was there was like acting involved in it, but um, you got to pick your own modules. So I picked a lot of the music modules, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. But I still we did performance and stuff. So yeah. Just wondering, um, and then like when we were sort of just freshly out of college and things like that, Robin, you um started a band called Picnic. I did, yes. And still going today. Still going um, today, still going strong. And uh, so one of Picnic's first releases was a song called France, and yes. it ended up being played on this morning. <laughs> and Holly Willoughby called it cute. She did. How, she said it was cute. <laughs> how did like? That quote will haunt me until the day <laughs> that I die. <laughs> Holly Willoughby called your song cute. Like, I know I was there. <laughs> so how did, like, all of that come to fruition? And, like, how did you end up being, like, a relatively unknown band? Yeah. End up getting your stuff played on, like, national primetime television? So, so like, ITV and a lot of um, channels like that, how are, they are sometimes quite good for stuff like that. So that was literally, like, they advertised they wanted unsigned bands to send their music in. Um and at the time, I mean, we that was like the first thing that we ever put out. So we were like, oh, that's not going to happen. And then it did, like we just asked and then they did it. And it was it really was as simple as that. I think a lot of the time it's as simple as Shy Ben's getting out. Um, yeah. So we just we sent them an email. We we said this is what the song is. And it just kind of fit the fit the criteria, fit, fit what they were looking for. Um, and then Holly Willoughby called it cute. She did. She said cute <laughs> song. And I was like, thanks, Holly. <laughs> so like it's, uh, that's our favorite song now <laughs> she just plays it on repeat exactly because <laughs> i was looking through um the spotify's and things obviously before we did this um podcast forgot what that was called there um <laughs> i'm such a great host um and like a lot of your your old stuff isn't on spotify anymore because yeah. like i just remember being a massive fan of was it i ain't got no money that's the one yep uh, and like where's it all gone so it's gone forever um <laughs> i won't lie it is gone forever uh basically it's just not like we when i released when we released that i was like 17 um and none of us had any idea what we were doing in terms of production in terms of what it was going to turn into like now um so it is it, it is just like a completely different 
carnation. You've just evolved. Yeah, exactly. It's just totally different. And I mean, we sometimes play those songs live. Like, I Ain't Got No Money still in the live set um, because it's just a song that people like. Um, it's a catchy song. It's an easy one to sing the chorus to, you know. So that'll probably stay in the, in the, in the live set for a long time. But in terms of re-releasing it, I'm not sure that we ever will. Um, but we... we are a, a totally different band to what I mean. The the it, it, at its core, it's still the same. It's we do it for uh-huh. the same reasons and stuff. But um, in terms of a, a sound, we are a totally different band to what we were when we first started. Um, and I think it was just kind of important that what how we represent ourselves online kind of reflects that, um, so that people can kind of just get a, a good as of an idea as they can as to what we are like who we are and what yep. we stand for kind of thing so yeah we took all of that down it's been replaced with other things since um so basically what you're telling me is i need to start need the petition to... now <laughs> i mean maybe <laughs> i think right I'm, I, i'll go out and say i think i'm the biggest picnic fan other than maybe robin's mom and dad yeah i think i'm true. a kenny strong picnic fan and Pretend i happen that. to know that that song is still on their youtube so if you really want to listen to an England False. one of the YouTube. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to record it right uh, onto the end of the podcast. No. <laughs> no. Why don't you do one of the good ones, man? There's so many better songs than that. But I mean, I mean if, if you want to send me a track over, I'll put it at the end of the podcast great, for I'll do everyone that. to listen to. I'll do that, definitely. But like, Much better idea. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'll definitely do that. But, and uh, then I will put... I ain't got no money on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I think like we we still are very much the same. Like I still love those songs because like they are like really important to me. Like they'll always be really important to me. That was like the first creative thing that I ever they did, represent like, like, like a time in my life. It, exactly. Yeah. yeah. They represent. They like th- that's the first time that I ever did anything creative like for me. Um, and yeah. that was like my thing. Uh, and I think for uh-huh. that reason, like, like those songs will always be really important to me. We just are a very different band now to what we were six years yeah. ago, you know, which is like inevitable. It's been a long mm-hmm. time, so I'm not surprised in the slightest. And then, and then more recently, um, you both formed the band Big Fat Big with another member. Yeah. Why did you start the band? Because obviously, Robin, Picnic's now very successful within the Northeast and all of that. Other So what actually led to the three of you sitting down and being like, let's start a band? Um, well, just the two of us, wasn't it? We did. We, we met Chaz through starting the band. Like we, Yeah, we, lo- we looked for a bass player. So it was just yeah. me and Robin at first. Um, you know, Ingram, me and Robin have always done like creative busking. things together. Yeah, we went busking all the time when we were like 16. Um, that's how you raised a lot of money to go to Cambodia and things. A lot of it, like most of our money, yeah. Was through busking every week in Sunderland. <laughs> um, and I came then, to see you once. Aww. Got yeah. out of bed. It was, I promise what we do now is much more succinct. Yes. <laughs> um, now I have to pay to come and see you, yeah. so. Well, you know, <laughs> that's what happens. Um, but yeah, I think like. We'd been keen to like start something together because we'd talked about how there aren't enough women in music and there aren't enough like young girls in music being encouraged uh, to pick up an instrument or being involved in music from a young age. Um, and we were lucky enough to like have that in our lives. So why not like utilize the tool that we have in a selfish way, like creatively, to like get that out of us, but then also to like represent 
what we wanted to see in the world. Um, and then that was kind of just like, we had conversations about that, but it was kind of just floating around as an idea. And then we went to see uh, an artist called Zuzu um Mm -hmm. at a festival last year and robin had already told me about her like she already loved her and stuff and then we saw her live and literally at that gig we were just like right fuck it we're doing it um we're gonna start a band this is the kind of like we were we wrote like a couple of songs so we kind of knew where we stood in terms of sound and then we started looking for other members and that's when we met Chaz, our bass player love that yeah it was very much like we we both liked like Zuzu's music and stuff before we went to see her um I mean I've listened to her for years and years like we followed each other on Instagram for years and then gradually over time she's just got really successful and much bigger following and stuff she's signed and stuff now like she's doing really good things um yeah so I've loved her for years and then introduced other people to our like along the way kind of thing but seeing our live is just totally different like it's just yeah. a totally it's just a totally different experience um mm-hmm. and I think like that particular gig like that festival like the things that we felt was just it was like so powerful that mm-hmm. we were like this is I want to do what that is like uh, yeah. whatever that is and how I want to <laughs> make it. I want make I want to make people feel how I feel right now do you know what yeah. I mean so yeah it, that was like enough for us to be like right well we've spoken about it so let's just should we just do it and it started off like not as a like we say it started off as a joke that we took too far and it was never a joke like <laughs> I mean it was a bit but like never never <laughs> like anything that we my acting career yeah like, yeah like <laughs> we never we never like never not took it seriously do you know what I mean yeah. like we've always been very serious in what we do but it's very much like we we just kind of never thought that it would get to the stage that it is now um yeah uh-huh. so it's been really cool to like see it evolve over time and stuff because as I said earlier um I was doing my social media stock and just as like research for this yes. and you're doing a live stream on the 19th of November uh for NARC magazine so well, and, no it's not live so that's oh. that's it's pre-recorded but it is out on right. the 19th yes yeah right. okay we recorded so we, it when we were allowed to before like the second lockdown yeah <laughs> um right, okay. at independent in Sunderland um and like they had some really cool people working on it there were loads of cameras and stuff loads of cool sound stuff so I'm hoping it's going to turn out well and from yeah, what we've well. seen so far the video is going to look really cool and it's like kind of cool because obviously we're not playing as many gigs as we want to right now so for people who can't come and see one of our sets it's like a little taste for that yeah so obviously we're recording this today which is the 17th of November and this podcast is going to be out on the 22nd of December so is there a, is that just purely going to be up for just the day or will people that are listening to it now be able to go back and have a look no i think it's staying up it's on the it's on narc magazine's um youtube channel uh, so right. it's, it's all linked and stuff if you if you go on narc socials or if, even if you go on our socials it'll be there'll be a link if you scroll down far enough um yep and it's just I, I'll the, find their, something and I'll put it in the description box. Yeah, yeah. Cool, so it's, thank you. It's on their um, YouTube channel, so it'll be staying up there afterwards. There's some other really good bands on it. So, like, our episode is with a band called Mount Misery, who are, like, genuinely one of my favourite bands in the whole world. Like, not even just in our area. Like, yeah, me, me and Katie absolutely love them. Yeah. Um, so, like, they're the other band. It's hilarious that they've paired us together because we're, like, a really angry girl gang. And they're, like, a lovely... Lovely like, nice boys. Like, lovely, lovely, chilled, <laughs> relaxed and mellow like indie folk stuff 
So it's funny that we're I mean, together. But you're saying that the one of your favorite bands. Where do they come on the placement in terms of McFly? Oh well, <laughs> I mean Ingram, you can't be giving me these impossible questions. <laughs> I just watched that That's McFly documentary. Today, I still actually. haven't seen it. I'm a fake fan. Oh, God, it's quite good, you know. I like know. even as like I wasn't as into them as you were. Obviously, no one was, but like it, <laughs> it is actually really good. I know. I need. I do need to watch it, but we don't have a telly license here, and you can't get ITV on um, uh, the PlayStation. <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> You'll have to come round mine and watch I'm it. I'm poor. I'm so can. poor. I don't. I can't afford a telly license. <laughs> <laughs> there the there's the title for the next the song. The sequel. The sequel. Can't afford no a telly license. <laughs> can't afford a telly license. <laughs> oh, so, um, respectively, um, Picnic and Big Fat Big both have songs that are relatively new releases. Mm-hmm. So. Picnic have baby, yes, and uh, big fat big have milk and vinegar. Yeah, I mean, I, not gonna lie, when I first saw like the promos for milk and vinegar, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of people's responses, to be fair, because it just doesn't sound like, "Oh, we're, we're bringing a song out. It's called Milk and Vinegar." Yeah. <laughs> like, it just doesn't sound like. It, it, and, and do you know what? It's like obviously that's not in the song at all. Like it's the chorus. <laughs> the, the chorus doesn't. It doesn't say anything about milk and vinegar <laughs> at all. <laughs> Like we just we we we're just edgy, we don't... <laughs> just cool like that. Yeah. But both of those songs are streamable on Spotify and Apple Music. I want to say everything, all of it, everything. All of it. Where Everywhere you get good music. Anywhere you can get it: iTunes, Apple Music, Deezer. If anyone uses Deezer these days, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I mean, I only Dollar use there. Spotify because yeah, I've still same. got a student discount. <laughs> wow, how are you still? You're not a student. <laughs> no, but I was on a two-year degree and dropped out. Oh. So, like, my email still works. <laughs> right. Unlike you, Robin, I do break the law. Right, well, <laughs> that's the difference between you and I, Ingram. <laughs> um, between you, you've raised a lot of money for Sunderland Food Bank. Um, Picnic have done, uh, have a live stream concert on the 10th of December, so we'll just narrowly miss this out um, between this uh, and the podcast being released. And you've also released a collaborative album to, to raise funds. Uh, how has all that went, and can you like just explain a little bit more about like your partnership with the food bank because obviously especially in times like this we need to be like going out and supporting local food banks and yeah, things like that for sure quite a lot like i mean first of all can i just say fuck the tories and then fuck second, the obviously tories. fuck the tories <laughs> fuck boris um, fuck rishi and fuck trump them, all of them every single <clears throat> one um so not to speak ill of the dead but fuck margaret thatcher too oh yeah the, like, <laughs> especially her you know like (laughs) i hate them all i'm still getting cancelled for this podcast don't Don't care care. the uh the album that uh was put out was um so spotlight uh music is a blog that i i write for um and they're really really supportive of of up-and-coming local artists and basically they approached us during the first lockdown and they had this really cool project um, where they were getting bands in the Northeast to cover other bands' songs. So, like, everyone local was covering someone else's song. So no one no one would cover the same band twice. Everyone was doing different things. Uh, funnily enough, we actually covered a Mount Misery song, who um, the, uh, the NARC magazine thing, they're putting us on the same episode, which is yeah. just a coincidence. Um, but, like, genuinely, they, we weren't lying when we say, like, we absolutely love them. Uh, <laughs> so we covered one of their songs uh, called Tell Me What's On Your Mind, uh, which is absolutely, like, the most amazing song. Um, but we kind of just made it a bit, like, 
Nasty. Nasty. <laughs> yeah, we did. We made it nasty. We made nasty it nasty women. A bit, nasty yeah, women. A bit like grungier and a bit like give it a bit of an edge. Um, and yeah, made it a bit like a pop punk version of of the same song. And other so there was a there's a band called Ten Eighty Trees who did a cover of one of our songs, which was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so good, like annoyingly good. Um, <laughs> So like all of those covers have been put on a compilation album, which you can see, you can still buy it now. Um, Where can we get it? So it's on Bandcamp, um, and it's on all Spotlight's um social medias. You can find the links to it through. There. I'll put it in yeah. the description. So box. in the description box, you can find it. I think that was the right answer. So I'll say that now. <laughs> I mean, I I don't actually know if Apple Podcast has a description box, but we'll I'll find, make it work. We'll find somewhere. So you can buy it. Just the album art is a QR code. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely worth uh, checking out because there's some amazing... And and even if you don't like the versions of the songs that you hear, the originals are all amazing. So, like, it's it's definitely worth checking out. If you don't like the songs you hear, you're still fucking giving money to a food bank. So yeah, shut yeah, the fuck up. Exactly. I think it's only a fiver as well for like something yeah. like twelve tracks. It's pretty good. So we shouldn't. So have go to buy give the album. Money. Yeah. yeah no, definitely we shouldn't. We shouldn't have to give money for people to eat. You know what I mean? No, that should 100%. be a right. It should be a part of human rights. But you know, here we are in 2020. Hundred <laughs> percent. But. Also, what I'll do is, if there is a description box, which I still haven't worked out, <laughs> uh, I will link a list of all of the local food banks in Britain. Yep. And so please go, 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 have a look at and see if there's a food bank near you. And if you can, please support them. Yeah. Find out if they take uh, monetary donations or if you can just rock up with the bag of shopping. Yeah. Like <laughs> just... anything, just a tin of soup. Anything. Literally, like every time I'm in Asda, I always at least buy one thing because there's a food bank trolley. Yeah, they put them at the end of the shops, don't they? Yeah, and I go to Asda every day, so I'm not (laughs) in a cheapskate. I I live right across the road from an Asda and I don't like cooking. Well, good for you. So I'm in there all the time. Uh, So we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back after this little advert. Hi there. We're just taking a quick break right now, but I wanted to talk to you about my new book, An Acting Student's Dictionary. It's the perfect study companion for any acting student, a full A to Z dictionary filled with acting terms and extra chapters at the end with in-depth research, CV examples and essay examples. Last year, while I was studying at uni and throughout my entire time at drama school, I often struggled to find a place where every term and definition that I needed for coursework was going to be. Often Google was wrong and I just had to email my lecturers at three in the morning because I'm a mess and I left my coursework till that late. But now I've compiled this perfect book with everything that you could possibly need. And I want to share with you a testimonial. The Acting Students Dictionary would be a great resource for any further education performing arts student. It provides information that is particularly relevant to NQ and HND acting and musical theatre courses. Now that was said to me by my lovely lecturer, Mary Watt, who is the head of acting and musical theatre at Glasgow Kelvin College. If you're interested... You can look up now and purchase the Acting Students Dictionary at www.theactingstudentsdictionary.bigcartel.com. Uh, right, welcome back, everyone. Um, we were just chatting through the break there, and it was all good. It was all good. But moving on now, um, I'm going to rejig the, the outline a little bit because I sort of wrote it when I was half asleep, and <laughs> some of it just makes sense to be moved. So this year, um, you were slated to play Redden, Leeds, and BBC One's Big Weekend. And obviously, due to all of this shite that's going on, um, 
it wasn't it didn't go ahead but obviously i know big weekend went ahead in some virtual capacity that you were involved in yeah, yeah. so how like did that feel see when you got like uh. the confirmation that we're gonna be like because I, I can only imagine like knowing you from like school and things like what were you genuinely like when it was like yeah you're gonna play red and leeds in the big weekend oh, oh my god honestly when we got the big weekend stuff i've that never felt stressed like it in my life oh uh, that was a joke we on if we had a week to put all of our tracks in for that so radio one asked us to record and film two of our tracks so that they could pick one to like use for the virtual big weekend yeah. Um, and we had a week to do all of that which sounds like it should be long enough but oh. when you're working or like doing a degree or like <laughs> just trying to get through lockdown in the middle of is, a pandemic yeah. literally it's and we were all like I was living at my boyfriend's family house at the time because that's where I was when we got locked down so like we were all in like weird circumstances we don't all have like loads of music equipment um so we just had to like try and figure it out and all of us at some point over that week had big breakdowns yeah. <laughs> because it was just it was so stressful yeah. because I think the reason it was so stressful is because nothing like that has ever happened to us on that scale before no. and whilst it's like absolutely amazing and like I still don't think like I can make sense of it in my mind that that happened to us um and that we got because that obviously I remember sort of seeing like the announcements the, the on like social media and things and <laughs> I always just when I found out about it I cast like my mind back to when we were literally sitting in Camp Beng Pei in Cambodia like when we were all just chatting like I think it was actually like a really soppy chat I was writing my, my really <laughs> shit book at the time that we don't talk about anymore um and we were all sort of just talking about where we wanted to go in life and <laughs> I, I sort of just remember <laughs> sitting back and being like, fucking hell, they did it. Like, like, cause yeah. it would, like those like three festivals are like, they're not like yeah, little deals. Like, that, that's quite a we big tried deal. really but, hard. <laughs> like even just to be playing at one of them. So like, well done for obviously no. commiserations for not actually getting to do half of it, but like, well done for like no. making that, like, I don't even know what they call it. Line up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I guess that's, that's close enough. Um, <laughs> like we, like we work really hard, you know. Like we work yeah. really hard, and like it's so obviously it's amazing to like get the recognition and stuff. Oh, I do. That we did. I totally like, do. We don't, ex- we don't expect. Like, you can't expect it. Like <laughs> not at all. I want fucking in, applause for ten minutes somewhere on time. <laughs> you do. <laughs> But not in this JK, game. Anyone I mean? actually like, listening if, out there that could give me a job? One of my pet peeves <laughs> is being late, so uh, like, I won't actually be, asked... be late. Please hire me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we we worked really hard, so like to to be recognised for that is like amazing. But but it's, it's the it is the kind of thing that you don't ever Shit. expect to be recognized what? for so yeah the fact that it happened this year of all years is yeah. like the worst <laughs> like <laughs> the actual worst like Redden and Leeds man like so <laughs> it's just I, it dream. still makes me want to cry now when I think about it like I had an actual breakdown I was like is there, we, I know we like there's no sort of guarantee of anything happening inside. but like, yeah, are we worst. possibly going to see you in 2021 at those festivals or is it just a case of playing it by ear We hope so. I mean, big weekend. I think 
pr- no, right. because um, so basically the crack with that was we got it because it was online. So if it was it was in it was in another city, it was down south, yeah. and, and and the only like small bands that they ask to play yeah. that that festival is local ones to the area that it is. Yeah, because so, the, they change it every year, so it yeah. gives people from all over the country an opportunity to play. To play it, yeah. So the 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 idea with it being. A virtual one was mm-hmm. to ask people. So we're really hoping country, for how BBC Radio so Big we, Weekend we represented Sunderland 2021 the in, in that. <laughs> Probably won't be Borough because they had Borough. Sunderland, like Newcastle, year, Borough, say. any of it, anywhere in the northeast. I mean, they did it in. Yeah, they they just <laughs> yeah. had it there, didn't they? Yeah. So yeah, if well. uh, if it's anywhere close to us, then maybe. But um, I mean, I, I I'm pretty sure that that's a, a, a no um, yeah. but for Red and, I mean we're very hopeful for Redden and Leeds like yeah. we, we again would never expect it but the, the, the fact that we were asked this year is kind of just shows us that we're heading in the right direction you know so um, so crossed. I'm going to ask like yeah, the really cliche question everything crossed anything that you can cross please cross um, <laughs> and just like if I came back to you now and just imagine we're in year 11 and like this older version of me turns up <laughs> And says you're gonna play. Re- well, just pretend that it actually happened. You're gonna play Leeds and Redden. Like, what do you genuinely think? Like, your reactions would have been like in year eleven. <laughs> <laughs> big fat. Katie's so on brand. Big you're don't. Lying. Big fat don't you're care. Lying. Big fat liar. I would say you're lying. <laughs> like that's not true. I know. Uh, well, this is why we call. Yeah, this is why we call the band Big Fat Big because we just say it all the time, and now people think I'm so, doing it like as a brand like, thing. And one of I'm the like, things that I sort of at was it's just yeah. my vocabulary. I looked at Big Fat Big's yeah. Twitter, and I got really confused that you only follow two people, mm-hmm. and it's Denise Well, Denise Welsh, oh, no. and Tim oh, Heath. No. Why, why just those two? Oh no! And <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. Cool. So we only follow on our social medias. We don't really follow other people because, like, we don't it use our accounts. Better. Yeah, it looks better. Our follows, follow our follow ratios look really good because, like, people are following us and we're not following anyone else. People who follow us, it. Yeah. Those so are that's coming up. So right. There was one time where we realised that we were following Tim Healy on Twitter. Like, just out of nowhere, we were like, have you noticed our Twitter probably. is just following Tim Healy? And then we decided it was probably Robin that had done it by accident. Like, um, thinking it was my own account, because I use Twitter quite a lot, like, on my own account. And the reason that we didn't we didn't follow anyone on Twitter at all was because Katie yeah. doesn't have Twitter. So, like, we on Instagram, we follow all of us the band's because we breaking all up. have an Instagram account where it would be it would be weird if we were only following two out of three of us. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. yeah exactly. It would, be, it would just look strange. So we didn't follow anyone. It said zero. And then one day we went on and it said one. And it, it was Tim Healy. Tim and I was Healy? like, who the hell has followed Tim Healy? <laughs> and then we, yeah. we decided that it would more that it's more than likely, if it's going to be anyone, it's going to be me because I use Twitter the most. Um, Katie doesn't have her own, so she wouldn't do it thinking I just got really hers. confused yeah. and Ch- wanted Ch- to Chance doesn't use Twitter that much. So... I thought, oh, maybe I've just thought it was me. But yeah, so I um I checked and I already followed Tim Healy on my normal one. <laughs> so I was like, that doesn't make any sense. And then, so we were just like, we'll just leave it because that's funny. You know, like it's <laughs> it's funny that we only follow Tim Healy. And then like 
maybe six months later or something. <laughs> it was a while later. Yeah, like, there was a while in between. There was a gap. We went on Twitter and it said following two, and I was like, oh, for God's sake, what's happened now? And then it was Denise I mean, Welsh. Like, of all time, people, I swear Denise to God, I promise you, like, none of us everyone. did that on purpose. We didn't do it. Nobody. <laughs> it's Twitter. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it's there, like, marketing people and they're trying to yeah. get people to follow them and stuff. <laughs> so because, like, like, it wasn't so... us. It, it wasn't us. But obviously, we're not going to unfollow them. No, because like, it's funny. It's funny. So, so we've <laughs> since we've come to the conclusion that, well, Chaz thinks that she was like, maybe it's me, but I think she's just doubting herself. Thinking yeah, I don't think it was any of us. No. <laughs> so, it, it just happened. So, so, we just left it and we just follow those two and that's it. Yeah, it's really weird. So we we have two hundred and sixty six followers on Twitter. I, um, so we don't use it. So what else weird. I wanted to talk about is um, following, which is Robin. You were still <laughs> with your mum and dad for not up until not that long ago, and I I can't remember and I couldn't find what it was, but I remember that you got your mum and dad involved in was it yep. a music video? Right, <laughs> I just couldn't remember what it was. Yeah. Also, oh, that was for Big Weekend. <laughs> Yeah, so we had, yeah, so for Big Weekend, because we had to do the um, the videos to go with it, uh-huh. like we wanted to do something a bit different than just like us. We wanted to make it more like a like a music video than just us playing uh-huh. in our bedrooms. I mean, that is what it is, essentially. It is just a video of us like putting the song together and playing in our bedrooms. But like there's like little weird bits where like we're dancing around and stuff. And I was See, like, I can't I just actually imagine it, it was like, taking too video? much. And I thought you would say no. Like, and she um, said yes. And I was like, All yeah, right, then. So then, to your mom. But I sort of was like, she's got her dad involved. Convincing. It didn't. No, it didn't. <laughs> No, oh he my dad! It. Yeah, I was gonna say he was he was more excited than me. <laughs> he was honestly he jumped at the chance. He was buzzing. He was like, "Am this I gonna be big famous?" Shot I was to like, fame. Well, probably not. Pro- probably not. I won't lie. Um, but but no, literally. And he honest. Have you seen the um the video of him knocking me mom over? He pushed, <laughs> he pushes, he pushed, pushed her over by accident. I he might got... post it on our Instagram right, story. Well, I will text because, you like, the day that this comes out ever. and tell so you good. to put it, it on the story so everyone else yeah. can see so it. Funny. He got carried, um, he got carried away with his dancing. Oh, okay, I'll wait till then. <laughs> yeah, he, so, he, got, um, he got carried like, away with his dancing and pumped in. She went absolutely flying. None of us live at home anymore. We've all we've all moved out, Ugh. which is crazy considering like it feels like five oh, minutes ago. Oh my god! You were Big adults fucking, we're living in the world together, um, which I'll never fucking forget. That and the hand jive made me just suicidal. <laughs> um, so I've I've lived alone now um, since <laughs> June last year. So I've I've been on my own now for about a year and a half. Um, how are you like finding it? Because I love it and genuinely couldn't go back to like living with my parents. Yeah, no, I moved out like last September, um, in like I was living on my own. I mean, the only reason Robin will go halls. back is for the TV. And I think license. like once you do it, there's just no going back. Yeah, um, I think it like. Yeah, true. <laughs> That's actually true. I go, I go home every weekend, like for a day, and I watch Catfish while I'm home because I don't have it. <laughs> and I have to admit it. <laughs> Mum still did my washing for a while See, because I, d- I, was I just didn't have my, a washing my machine. So I used to go Newcastle, home and be like, Mum, and I live in Glasgow, <laughs> so. Um, 
I mean, like, imagine me getting the mega bus with my washing basket. Yeah, but then, to be fair, the last time I actually came down from London back to Glasgow, there was a woman who was moving <laughs> house uh, and had 36 Asda bags for life with all of her possessions trying to get it on the Megabus. And I was like, like, but 36, wow. I don't know how she was carrying Good them all. Good at Things that. you've got to do, eh? <laughs> um, well, you must have had a trolley or something, I don't know. Yeah. We've and both Hatton's moved to like closer to Newcastle because obviously there's just more going on, isn't there? Than like Hetton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I work in Newcastle, so it's it was for that, and like I moved out with friends, so like there's me and there's Chaz from Big Fat Big, so I, I, like our bass player, um, I live with her and our friend Dale, um, so we all live together, and it's like I, I love it. A hundred percent. Like I thought I would struggle more. I than mean, I maybe have, not with my I dad because like, I still it, can't it stand it him. But like, your relationship um... <laughs> with your parents, because you look forward but like like so it's uh, i've got two days i've got three days off <laughs> from amazon because that's where i'm currently working but yeah um, the, in, in general and <laughs> amazon is a great Ooh. place to work um <laughs> fuck amazon but, fuck um, Jeff Bezos. I, like, I can't spend another three days here i'm going home <laughs> so i've booked a 30 pound train ticket and i'm going home in the morning i'm running away Fair for enough. a day um, but yeah, like moving moving out is wonderful. Lovely. I didn't actually like move out. I didn't have a choice. <laughs> My mum was like, "I'm moving to London," and I was like, "I'm not." Um, so yeah, like it, it totally just like, I, I mean, I feel like I could have done it years <laughs> ago, but that's just me, and that's not. I think, yeah, I, I think I don't think I could have. Um, no. I think I, I did it at the perfect time. Yeah, I don't think I was ready either. I think, like, I moved out on my own, and that was, like, scary enough. Like, that was yeah. pretty weird, like, being on my own doing that stuff. But because it was student halls, it didn't feel, like, quite as bad. Because, like, fortune, I mean, though. when you're in student halls, like, all your bills are included in your rent. And, like, you, I don't know, it just doesn't feel, like, real... <laughs> Yeah, it does cost a fortune, but I mean, like, I was always skint anyway, so, but then, like, moving out, mm-hmm. I, I moved in, when did I move? August, um, I moved in <laughs> with my partner, and, like, now it feels like I'm being a real adult, like, I have to remember to put the bins out, and, like, I have to remember, no. like, to pay my, like, gas bill, and I'm like, it's just so boring. No, it's so 100%. mundane. No one tells you that like, stuff. Like, my one trepidation like, yeah, also, with like, out was... Like, we didn't uh, learn about like, this Like, I school, want to be an actor you know? or in this industry, come hell or high water, and I was sitting there like, oh, there's already no fucking money in it, and now I'm going to add tenfold to my bills. Yeah, but I just, I think, like, I think about that a lot, about how I'm never going to have any money. Oh, I'm skin um, and happy. But, like, I'm if, skin and if happy. I'm doing what and, I want to do, when I do, like, I've got no money anyway, I, I may as well have a nice Amazon. time. Um, yeah, exactly. When I do get to exactly. do what I love, well which is nice on stage and acting and shit like that, like, it, it just <laughs> makes up for, like, all the shit days that you have when you've got no money. Um, But just, like, moving on, talk about some more shit. Um, This year, we've been locked inside yeah, for most of the year because of coronavirus um and like i know that there's been some points where like you have both had to self-isolate for whatever other reasons like genuinely like how have you found this year because i've just found it to be one like flaming piece of shit yeah (laughs) yeah i mean it's been really hard i think 
like for me, I'm one of the people who can say like 2020 wasn't hasn't been the worst year for me. Like last year was a pretty terrible yeah. year for me. So like I feel that like I've been a bit more stable and like being at home for me is like I've found that like my that. mental and health has at the same improved time, a lot. Like, it's been really difficult. Um, I feel because there's no like last mind. year I was sort of like yeah I'll do that in two weeks. Two weeks comes I'm like uh, I, I, I'm ill. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so now there's there's none of this making plans and then being like one I want to cancel this. Mm-hmm. So I've just sort of been like quite happily in like a cocoon in my bed, covered in covers and <laughs> blankets and yeah. Shit like I that. think there's it's it's like as shit as it has been. Like it's so important to like find even if it's just one positive thing a day. Yeah. Like just mm-hmm. find something positive. Not even like actively positive it can just be something that like existed like something that just yeah like something otherwise we'll all go mad you know like yeah we could go on for ages about how horrible it's been like especially in terms of what we do like music and performing and everything we could go on we could write a book about like what this year has done to us and (laughs) like what it's done to our minds not being able to do what we love to do but like i'd lost so much money yeah but but like where does focusing on that get us you know doesn't make it oh, any better, 100%. does it? Yeah. No, no it, it doesn't make it, it actually makes it worse. Like yeah. I had a big opportunity in New York this year. I was telling Robin about it earlier. Mm. And that was like gonna be quite a lot of money. And obviously that's just gone. Yeah. So now I try not to think about it. Um, I mean, you've got a process like what's happened because I know people have been through like a lot and have dealt yeah. with like a lot of loss and grief and stuff. And you've got to process those emotions if you can. But like, and it's okay to feel all of the horrible things. Um, but it's just what you choose to focus on that I think matters. I'm also like super hyper aware that in retrospect and in the grand scale of things, we are extremely lucky. Yeah, so lucky. Because I'm so aware of like just the mass devastation that this year has caused, like wildfires, all that shit, coronavirus. And we've got a really good friend. Um, I'm going to name her because I don't really care. She can fall out with me if you want. Uh, <laughs> Olivia Sutherland, Aww, who has Liv. just qualified as a nurse. Yeah. And I, I, I complain about going to work four days a week. Oh, my God. She like, literally just, never stops. Like, she never she leaves work. She is a superhuman. Yeah, I feel like amazing. every time I speak to her, she's like full PPE'd up. And yeah. like, I've got so much respect for those people because I know that I couldn't do it. I'd be complaining after five minutes. So I like, don't know how she does it. She's amazing. She's always like, wanted to do it though. That's the thing. Oh like, yeah. hundred percent. That's like, she's in her element. She is an actual superhuman. I've yeah. never like, met she anyone is like doing Liv. what she loves to do. Yeah. So like, yeah, big up like Liv and everyone else that's working as like a nurse, doctor, all this shit, because you don't have the supplies that you need. And Fuck the Tories. Woohoo! Fuck the Tories. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, like, one of the last things that I I sort of want to ask you is that I've sort of asked everyone that from a different period of my life, and you you two split, sit right in that period of when I would have been perfect for what I'm about to ask you. So I remember telling you, it was a really badly kept secret, and I know what you probably, I know that you're probably going to know what I'm going to talk about. But genuinely, now that I'm like over the very substantial loss of it, and I'm quite happy that I didn't get it. What was your honest, genuine reaction when I told you that I was going to be on Big Brother? Well, I was possibly <laughs> going to be on Big Brother. Um, I think right. I know that, like, obviously, it's something that you wanted to do. And like, I'm so happy it didn't happen. Yeah, now it's okay to say that, like, 
I felt a little bit relieved because yeah. honestly I wouldn't want you because I, I kind of feel like you're quite a controversial person like you know this about yourself you say controversial 100%. things um and I just wouldn't want I tried you... hard not to this year though for very much <laughs> editing everything <laughs> well I, I feel like it's just a part of who you are and like that's that's cool but like I wouldn't want I feel like you'll be opened up to a lot of hate because of that and I feel yeah. like people might not know like your intentions that like your intentions aren't like always bad do you know what I mean sometimes um, they are though I mean <laughs> you're such a dick <laughs> but show yeah, me like, the lie <laughs> I just wouldn't want you like opened up to all that hate so that was honestly my first reaction so yeah yeah, yeah I think uh yeah very much like thank god for that and also <laughs> because I know that a lot of your crack would have been like about stuff people we know and, and like yeah. we we would have been the ones to have to deal with that fallout <laughs> and I couldn't be after that goes on big brother tells everyone secrets moves back to Glasgow literally and we would have we would have had to pick up all the shit so yeah. um so yeah but also like I know how much you wanted it so like it was it was obviously like terrible at the time but I think yeah. it is one of those things that like oh. now we're all like thank goodness for that yeah like I will openly say I cried for about four days when yeah. I got the phone call Aww. to tell me that I didn't get it. But now looking back on it, I'm so happy that it didn't happen because I I, I want to be an actor and I really feel like it would have that would have definitely it would have just obliterated whatever chance yeah I would have had. So like, thanks Endemol for not casting me. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I would have been great, like you, let's face it, you would have been good telly. Yeah, entertaining. I, I'd, I'd have either been first out or I would have won. Yeah. I still yeah. think that. I think first out. <laughs> <laughs> That's my vote. Yeah. Could you imagine being yeah. locked in a house with me? Oh, my oh God. God. <laughs> to be fair, I'd probably be, be be really nice for the first week so I wasn't the first out. Play the game. Yeah, play the game. So, like, to end on, we've already um, named a few of them, but a lot of people won't be familiar with like music in the northeast and things so like if you're gonna give me a list of i'm gonna give you two each oh, oh no. that's not many oh no i'm gonna give you a list of two each that's Who not a list should... that's not a list <laughs> two is not a list right well you've got two each oh. who should everyone at home google tonight if they finish oh. ending this podcast Right. right, I'm just gonna have to go with my first. You go, thoughts. you you go first. Yes, I'm other gonna... than picnic and big party. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Um, the first one I'm gonna say is Fever Days because they're just amazing in every way. They're like kind of indie rock, um, kind of like retro '90s stuff. Yeah, it's very um, '90s. It's, yeah. it's so cool, man. Their live so show. Cool. Their but, live show is yeah. like no one else. It's so good. But their recordings are really good too. Like the production on what they've got on uh, streaming services is really, really polished. Um, and they just don't seem to give a fuck. Like they don't care what other people think. And I really admire that. Um, and then the second one is Kay Grayson. Oh, um, that's oh, they're two really good ones. <laughs> um, she's like one of the coolest people in the scene in the in the world. Like, yeah, she's a rapper and she's just absolutely class. And I'm intimidated by how cool she is. Yeah, so, yeah, check her out. Yeah, right, Robin, you're two. two really good ones. Yeah. So, I've already mentioned Mount Misery, so they they we don't have to have say that, them. Yeah, so they <laughs> they've they already been plugged. <laughs> so I'm gonna say the first one is Trunky Juno. Oh, yeah. So that's, 
I know that you're probably not going to be able to understand what I'm saying, so I'm going to spell it out because it's a weird <laughs> name. So it's T-R-U-N-K-Y, next word, J-U-N-O, Trunky so Juno. Like, trunky and then the film Juno. Yes, yeah. yes. Trunky like a like a trunk. Like an, an elephant's, elephant's trunk. trunk. It's very trunky. Yeah. He uh, he did Big Weekend with us, so he represented um, BBC Tees because he's from Teesside. Um, and he's just, like, ridiculously good. He used to be in a, in a band called The Yaddy Yaddy Adders, um, and they were really good as well, but the stuff that he does on his own is totally different from the stuff he did with mm-hmm. the band. Um, and he's, he's, like, the nicest guy as well. Like, he's such a nice guy. Um but his stuff's like really cool. Like it's it's very cool, isn't it? Like if, yeah. the, if there's one word to sum it up, it's just. It, funnily enough, he has a song called "So Cool." That's yeah. weird. But, it's um, kind of like Mac the Mark, but cooler. Yeah, it's like Mac. <laughs> it's like electronic, um, like slacker kind of indie pop stuff. Poppy, it's yeah. So cool, like. Right, I'm gonna have to push you for your next one because we are like running out of time slowly okay. but surely. And I'm gonna go with marketplace because they're really good as well um they're like a again just like an indie band but they're 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 really cool nice people nice tunes good production stuff yeah i think Mm -hmm. give give them two years and i think they'll take over the world i think they're they're really good they're ones to watch yeah right so we're coming to the end of the podcast now and i want to thank you so much for coming on it's been really lovely chatting to you because we haven't genuinely had a sit down conversation even (laughs) though this is virtual and we can't see each other in so long and Thanks thank for you for coming us. on yeah it's been nice to catch up thanks for having yes, us yes 100% and Merry Christmas as well because Merry even though we're Christmas. recording this in Wee. November this is out on the 22nd never too early so just quickly before we end where can we find you on social media as per usual mine is at Ingram Noble just one word um, well, I'm not going to give I'm not going to give me personal ones because I think that's a bit weird. But um, the band <laughs> the band Instagrams are at Picnic Band UK and at Big Fat Big. Um, all the Perfect. other socials are linked on there as well. So, and we will be back next week with another episode. But to end this episode, as I promised earlier in the podcast, we're going to play one of Big Fat Big's tunes, and I'll let the girls introduce it. So take it away. This is Milk and Vinegar. It was released in September. Go and find it on all of our streaming services. Woohoo! I mean, I'm going to play it right now, so... (laughs) But then go and listen to it on all the other streaming services because this doesn't count as one of their listens. (laughs) Get them them in the charts. (laughs) Thank you so much. And this is Milk and Vinegar by Big Fat Big.